0: Hey, welcome to Tebs Talks, the Premier Useless Podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebbs.com. Hey, what is up, everybody? It is Tebbs Talks, the Premier Useless Podcast. I am your host, Jason Tebbs. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Stupid Law. Stupid Murphy and his Stupid Law. Murphy's Law. Whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. Or anything that can go wrong, will go wrong stupid murphy <laughs> not a fan of that that person um sure it seems like a relatively like simple saying there might be layers and depths to the meaning behind it but i'm just going to take it at face value like hey if something happens and it can go wrong it will like given enough iterations anything that possibly could go wrong will go wrong and there just seems to be you know the other the other common adage, oh, when it rains, it pours. So when one bad thing happens, every other bad thing happens all at once. It's kind of all at the same time. Those two kind of things. And I'm sure you listening have had just moments in your life where you're like, oh, yeah, it just seemed at that exact time like everything was just going wrong. But I, I want to focus more on the Murphy's Law side of things. And I want to relate it to, without giving too much detail, my job. So... The pandemic of 2020 and 2021. Frick, 2021. Um, the pandemic, COVID, ripping through the world. Places are shutting down. Businesses closing, some temporarily, some permanently. So our company essentially has this idea, hey, we're going to do X, Y, and Z to just try and help people out through this pandemic. And... It was done with the best of intentions. It was done with the best of intentions. And for some people, it worked out great. We helped them. They got back on their feet. We kept going. I would say for the majority, it was a massive headache and continues to be a massive headache for everyone involved. It has caused every conceivable issue to pop up. And again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to give too much detail. I'm not trying to like point fingers, stir the pot. I'm trying to be sensitive to both my company and any company that might work with us. So that's why I'm being incredibly vague with it. And in my being vague, it's like really hard to understand. Oh, exactly. What, you know, what exactly were you doing? What exactly went wrong? I I just, I just want to get it out there that. I have dealt with every conceivable issue, and so many problems popped up from our company just trying to help out. A lot of people are like, you didn't help, like, oh, you didn't help enough. Other people are like, oh, like getting all this organized and figured out has been a pain in the butt. It was, it's one of those things where a pandemic happens, and Everybody just kind of has to react as fast and as best as they can. And in our attempt, we did something that when we all thought it was going to be two weeks in and out, we're good. And it ended up being over a year that just really didn't play out that great. And keeping up on all of it was rough. People got upset. Things got disorganized and I'm still dealing with over a year later all these things that have popped up and all these issues of a ar- prison another saying you know this is an episode full of sayings like the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions now you know the meaning for that we we could sit here and split hairs about the meaning for that but it's like <laughs> i've been going through hell with this issue with these issues for the past year and it's been paved with like originally a good intention hey let's help people out well shoot just a lot of negative things lined up when it rained it poured and now there are upset people everywhere there are upset people everywhere and just when you think like okay we're done that storm is behind us covid for one is behind us it just keeps rearing its ugly head like covid and this general vagueness of what my company did to try and help people out. Like I always am so surprised and maybe, maybe because I'm always surprised, I shouldn't be surprised anymore and should just expect it. But I continue to be surprised with just how screwed up things can get. Specifically related to my work, just like how off the rails something can turn out to be and just everybody's upset and everybody's pissed off. It, it blows my mind. And it's never one person's fault every single time. Like, it's a lot of things that just come together, death by a thousand cuts, or if you're COVID, death by freaking a machete to the head. <laughs> it, it really sucks when you're in a position and you're like, look, I just wanna help you out. I couldn't have predicted COVID. My company couldn't have predicted COVID. Your company couldn't have predicted COVID. Contracts got signed. Agreements got signed. Payments were exchanged. And the whole world was just like turned on its head. And the fact that so often, I've learned this more than anything at my, at my job, is you... You can go into something saying, this is going to be our standard practice. Actually, let me take a step back. I learned this in my income tax class. (laughs) You can go into anything with an idea of this is going to be the standard. This is just going to be the base way things are going to operate. And there will be millions of exceptions to the rule. You can go in and saying this is how we do things, this is the rule, and there will always be an exception to it. Sometimes those exceptions are valid, sometimes they're not. Well, I, I sat in my income tax class, and I was like, okay, well, uh, here is, like, if income tax was just the base, oh, here's a tax bracket, you just get paid on, you made this money, you land in this bracket, that's what you pay, Taxes would be so easy, we wouldn't need all these softwares, the government could just send us a letter, well the government still could just send us a letter and say this is how much you owe, but, you know, taxes wouldn't be this big old scary thing that they are in America, but because there's this exception and that exception, and this thing and that thing, and this act and that act, and oh, I, I have one kid or two kids, and I'm on this program and that program, oh, but my income lands under this thing and or that thing, and Do I get this credit? Do I not get that credit? All the while, you have freaking companies like Intuit that does TurboTax lobbying Congress to make it confusing AF and to make it so Congress won't build out a free way to do taxes so companies like Intuit can just make bank every year doing taxes for people when really it should be the government sends you, hey, this is how much you owe or hey this is how much you get back because so many other countries have already figured that out but that's besides the point so my company is like hey this is how we're gonna do xyz and it's like cool if that's how it was gonna happen every time awesome we got it standardized that's simple enough we could all get it figured out but this exception is gonna come up and this customer is gonna ask for this thing and then oh we wanted to close a deal so we gave them this offer and oh, we got this special circumstance, and oh my gosh, they live in the one county that's left in America that's still shut down, that won't let any businesses open back up. Oh, and their governor just said this, and oh my gosh, they just had a huge spike in cases again, so they shut down for the fifth time. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong. Anything that can go wrong is still going wrong. So now we're all just trying to get our ducks in a row, just trying to line all the dominoes up so we can knock them over and get it done with. And it's just frustrating. The reason why there are so many exceptions is because like, we're all individual and unique on a base level and every business is individual and unique. Even if even one McDonald's to the next McDonald's, there's going to be some individuality there because they got two different sets of people working at them you know, they might have two different owners. They might, okay, maybe the same person owns both of them, but they got two managers, right? At the end of the day, there are going to be differences. It's like the job I had before this, I was helping, I was processing utility bills, and the rules and regulations are just different everywhere on how you can charge residents of an apartment complex their utilities. Let's take the state of Florida, for example, for the most part, Florida just allows some pretty straightforward, hey, you own an apartment complex and you pay a monthly water bill. Cool. Feel free to divide it up amongst how many people are living in each unit. And then that unit gets their portion of it. And you can do something simple like that. But Miami-Dade County, which is the city that Miami is in, has just incredibly strict rules on what you can charge, what you can't charge, how you have to figure, um, everybody's portion of the bill. California, also another very complex state. And so it's like, okay, you know, you have to play by the rules because it's, it's legal legislation that you got in there, but, oh, Yeah. It shouldn't be a hard equation to do if you could just do the base way. But because this state has this exception and that county has that exception and this place has that law, it becomes very difficult to do and to land within those legal parameters. Now, there is a slight difference between, oh, this is a legal parameter and this is just the policy and procedure of a company, but still, I'm like, I'm like, look, at the end of the day, you signed an agreement, I, I I can't do anything about that. That that's often the thing that bugs me the most is like, I've signed up for plenty of agreements in my time, and I've never like fought to end the terms of said agreement. Now granted that's only been like leases on the places I've been renting or freaking the Comcast agreement that you sign where it's like, Hey, yeah, you're locked in for a year, but it's like, I go in understanding, Hey, I'm locked in for a year lease. I'm locked in for a year agreement with Comcast. I'm locked in for a year agreement with my cell phone. And I've never just turned around and been like, I'm not using your service. Give me my money back. Like, Uh, excuse me. And like when COVID happened at that point, I've been paying my own mortgage and I still had my job, but there were legal things where it's like, yeah, you could, you could put your mortgage or your rent payment on like, essentially get an extension to put it in super layman's terms. So that was another legal thing where it's like, Hey, here's an exception. We're going to have this ability for people to not have to pay their rent and their mortgage until a later date which that then really screws up like, okay, well, how am I going to collect this money that I'm now owed? So it creates all sorts of issue there. But me, like I was lucky enough where I still had my job. So it's like, yeah, I'm still paying my internet bill. I'm still paying my mortgage. I'm still paying my phone bill. Now, granted, I was using all those services during those times. So it, it still made sense, but you know, my internet, if I'm gone, I'm not using it every single day, but I'm still paying for the service to be ac- like to have access to the service. I don't know. I just like it blows my mind how everybody can be the exception and because of that, just any little thing that could go wrong ends up going wrong, even with the best of intentions. Like you 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 do something with just the best of intentions. And it it's this fight of like what is ultimately fair? What is ultimately fair? because when it's two businesses, like, let's just take my bunny, my business, like we provide a service. We also need to get paid to stay in business, to staff our employees, to make sure that we have the service to offer you on your end, like can't operate. So what what's fair? Is it fair that this, that this business that signed an agreement with us continues to pay pay us or is it so we get the money, or is it fair that we just let them out the, of the agreement and we don't collect on any money? Like, unfortunately, not everything can be exactly 50-50 win-win. And that that's the problem that we faced at our company. Like, okay, do we collect on this or don't we? And we got hit too. Like, it's not like we were just money-grubbing everything. Like, everybody has to pay with us. Like, people that weren't, that were like outside of their agreement period canceled with us. Um, like that happened. We had a lot of people canceled, just their business closed. There's no business there. Even people that were inside an agreement period, it's like, well, their business is completely shut down. There's no business to collect money from. So we didn't collect that. Like, I know I sound like I am being kind of a corporate, aha, the mighty dollar bill, we are corporate we will just suck the money out of everything around us but it's just like that's how it goes right when you're a restaurant you don't just like you can't afford to just give out free food all the time sure you can afford to comp a meal here and there when crap hits the fan but your business is in selling food our business is in selling a service so it's like at the end of the day how do you possibly make that situation fair and equitable for everyone? It's, it's almost impossible. And so, because on our end, we're like, yeah, we, we need to stay in business. Like we need to collect on the money that people agreed to give us. It's rough when people accuse us of being, what's the word I'm looking for? too harsh, I guess, accuse us of being money grubbing. It's rough. And it's like at the end of the day, my job is just to help you learn the system to the best of my ability and just help you navigate your relationship with us. And there does come a point where I have to say like, dude, I, I can't do anything for you. Like this goes way above my head. There is an agreement in place. From our end, that needs to be honored. Like, there is money that we still need to collect on. I, if I could go back in time and stop COVID, I would. It's been awful for everyone. It's not like I'm happy that I'm in this situation either. And that's the other thing. It's like, they're getting all pissed off at me, and I'm just the messenger, essentially. like, hey, it's kind of what, what's happening? And then people are like, I need to talk to your supervisor. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, whatever. So then I gotta go to my supervisor and be like, hey, this is kind of what's happening, they wanna talk to you. And you know what happens like most of the time after my supervisor talks to them? They're in the same exact damn position that when I was talking to them. Just like, yeah, there's an agreement, I don't know. I just, I'm worn down from it. I'm worn down from like COVID causing issues and still causing issues. Just every time I think like, sweet, it's behind us. We're good to go. Let's move forward. It, it pops back up and it's tiring for everyone involved. Funny enough, like my personal life has been fantastic through this whole COVID thing. It's just like navigating work has been the rough thing. And then on top of that, it's just like, okay, the only, the one thing where it's like, whatever can go wrong will go wrong in my personal life has just been my physical health. I've been sick so much in 2021 where I'm like, okay, cold, nasal infection, cold, I got pink eye, stomach flu. I mean, luckily I haven't gotten COVID. And I've got that vaccine. But it's just like, man, it feels like any sickness I could possibly get in 2021, I've gotten. So any day I feel healthy, I'm just very thankful for this year. But anyway, that's that's going to do it for this episode. To have ta- to- talk Talks Deep this podcast. I didn't want it to get just so ranty and defeated sounding it's just kind of what it turned into i mean i went into this episode after just getting done trying to solve a bunch of issues and emailing a bunch of people and having a bunch of people mad at you know me and my company and just being like ugh. just being like man it's just like, everything's going wrong everything that could is now that's an interesting thing to talk about you know whatever whatever can go wrong will go wrong so i probably should have like one talked about something else or just like stepped away and just detoxed a little bit, but I'm not afraid to just put my emotions on a podcast. Do I feel better after saying all this? No, because I know tomorrow I'll just get response to all those emails and none of them will be happy. But the one thing giving me hope is the final saying I will leave you all with on this episode, this too shall pass. Thanks for listening to Tebs Talks, the Prometheus podcast. Go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate this podcast. Whatever you do on your respective platform, go visit my website, JasonTebbs.com. You can buy shirts with the logo on it now. Um, so so far, I've bought shirts, and my dad has bought shirts, and nobody else has bought shirts. So go buy shirts. JasonTebbs.com. Click on the store page. A couple different shirts, a couple different designs. I tried to make them as cheap as I possibly could so I I hardly make I think I make less than a dollar per shirt so it's not like I'm trying to grab a bunch of money and price gouge these shirts no it's (laughs) I make less than a dollar per shirt so I just thought it'd be cool thought it'd be neat just wanted to add another little thing to stuff I have available but peace out I'll catch you next time where's the stop button Oh, there's my mouse. And stop.